Carter in the news once again today. Most human beings. Listener discretion is advised. This is the newest episode of Four Pieces Soup. Take it away, ladies. <laughs> All right, you ready to get nasty with me? I'm ready. We're gonna get a little bit nasty this time. Ooh, nasty. Nasty in this one. Lady and the Jew. I'm the Jew, and she's the, the lady. The lady. The lady. So. And now this is the lady's turn to impress with the best uh, story. Yeah, so we're going to play a game again. True crime game. I'm going to tell my Arizona story, and we're going to talk about what happened, and then we're going to guess who done it. So Who the fuck? My stuff takes place between 2002 and 2003. So I'm going to start out with a news article that I found from 2003. Um, This person is called the crackhead killer. Gotcha. Love it. I'm going to actually start. I'm going to go ahead and and label this person as CK throughout. I did mine as BK. So to make it easier for myself. Totally there with you. News in 2003. So the death of three women whose nude bodies were found in a downtown neighborhood were treated as simple drug overdoses for months. Mm. Eight months after the first body was discovered, the number has grown to six. So they found one. Now they're six. Wow, that's like a lot of drug overdoses then. So there was striking, striking similarities in the case that led to police to investigate whether the women were killed or whether their deaths were linked in some way. Besides drugs? Yeah. Okay. Besides drugs. Um, there's a quote. These are all very suspicious deaths and are extremely, and we're all extremely concerned, said Phoenix to police detective Tony Morales. We oh, have. He's still in the police force, too. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Because I listen to our local news station and I hear him on there every now and then. Yeah. He said, uh, we have every available detective working to get to the bottom of it. So while speculation among neighbors has been rampant, detectives won't call the deaths the work of a single person. So far, they're not. There's no physical evidence linking the dead women, and the cases haven't been ruled as homicides, says Morales. So they're still like up for investigation mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. So police said four of the women were known prostitutes and drug users mm. who each died of cocaine overdoses. Mm. Five of the bodies appear to have been dumped and were found nude or partially nude, most within blocks of each other in the city. Uh, the Garfield neighborhood. So, like, they got high and, like, took off their clothes and then, like, died in a trash can? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Because that's, like, totally That's what overdose. cocaine does to you, too. Right? I, sure. That's a party drug there for you. I mean, it is, but it doesn't do that. It's not like bath salts. Uh, maybe it was cut with bath salts for these ladies. Maybe. I mean, that would probably be the peak of that time, right? <laughs> Um, so north of Bankwin Ballpark, do you know that's at? I do actually. It's so, downtown by like Monroe and First Avenue, or I, you know, First Street, or something like that. So that's the low-income historical neighborhood, and struggled it's over the years with Cooperstown. blight, drug dealers, and gangs. That sounds about right. And it sits blocks away from East Van Buren Street, which Van Buren, if you're in the Arizona area, you know that's notorious for prostitution. Ladies of the night. Good job. The first body, that of Janice Irving, 43, was found July 14th. Barbara Codman, 46, was found next in a nearby alley September 11th. Oh, how foretelling. Mm -hmm. Police became concerned when Shantira Davis, 32, was found October 10th, just yards away from where Codman's corpse was discovered. In November, detectives started passing out flyers at halfway houses, churches, and markets in the neighborhood. Investigators also started warning women at the city's prostitution diversion program. 
So uh, Chris Herzog, the program coordinator, said officers came to speak with women arrested for prostitution but gave few details of the death. <laughs> They're like, by the way, there's somebody that's like maybe possibly killing you guys. So watch out. Um, the end. Then there's a quote from Herzog. He says, these women were out there asking for it. That's the way society sees it. The women oh. know that they live a very dangerous life. This is just another day in their life. How sad. But true. It's true. Just like Ursula from Little Mermaid says, it's sad, but but true. true. Still, the bodies continued to appear. And on December 9th, detectives found, okay, I cannot say this name, Buanka Oggs, 20 years old. It's Buanka, like B-A-U-N-K-A, Oggs. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's like Bunko. Sorry. On February 27th, Jade Velasquez's body was found under a palm tree. And on Saturday, Sherry Elizabeth Noah, 37, was found in the area across the street from the church and a block away from a school. And they were, these are still considered like oh, cocaine overdoses or like at this point they're, it's, oh, they haven't disclosed like how they've died. Right. So okay. like they assumed that they were all at, overdoses, yeah. but then they, then they found more. Okay. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, this is like a fucking epidemic at this point. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And none of the women showed signs of traumatic injury, Morales said, Mm. and medical examiners determined that Irving, Codman, Davis, and Oggs somehow ingested too much cocaine. Oh. Somehow. I mean, if they're doing cocaine. And then she's like, I'm going to go hide in her palm tree now. Bye. (laughs) Let's take off your clothes first. Yeah, let's do that. Um. Let's see. Morales said, we investigate a lot of overdose deaths, and the first several deaths appear to be nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. There was nothing to indicate at the point that these women met with were met with foul play. But Morales said the discovery of Velasquez's body really triggered alarms. She was the one that was under the palm tree, right? I think so. Jade Velasquez? Yeah. Yeah. Jade. Meanwhile, some are accusing police of responding too slowly, which everybody always says, oh, they're not doing I, their job. I've noticed that too. Like, always, it, regardless. Yeah, like when there's, usually like when there's a serial killer or mass murder, it's like, why are they taking their sweet time? And then it's like, oh, maybe we could have jumped on that a little sooner. Yeah, but that's like hindsight's twenty twenty. That's what they say, right? You know? So police are telling women on the street to be careful, but not to tell anyone about it, said attorney Barbara something or other. Wait, wait, what? That's what it says. They're like, okay, you guys. So like, there's like this rampant thing that's like killing all of you out there that should happen to walk the streets of Phoenix. But don't say anything. But don't say a word. Just keep mom's um, work. Keep it on the download, okay? Download. So that's from Barbara C. I can't say her last name. And she represents women arrested for prostitution. Her last name is like Carapanya, C E R E P A N Y A. Yeah, that sounds. Serapanya, right. Serapanya, serendipity. Whoop, <laughs> Barbara serendipity. Why would all these women go to the same neighborhood to take off their clothes and die? Exactly, it, it doesn't make sense to me. She said because they want to eat a butt ton of cocaine. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> If these were not what society considers marginal people, there would have been a full-out alert before the next three got killed. She's not wrong. That is actually very true. Yeah. Yeah, this is a bias now of society. Agree. Priscilla Diaz, who lives in the neighborhood where five of the six women were found, said... Jesus! Oh my god, that would be the one neighborhood that, like, put caution tape or just don't walk here. <laughs> But this quote, just like I read it's like this, a dead and, corpse every other house. Like this, this, this lady had me dying. I was like, really? This is it? You sound so concerned. And so she lives in the neighborhood where five of the six women were found. And month, she said, "This each. is like, listen to this bitch." She said she's tired of running across bodies in the alley behind. <laughs> her. <laughs> she's like shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I know. She's like, ah, it's Tuesday. I found another one. Shit. Like, God damn it. I was just taking out the trash. I thought it was our trash that was out rank. Now I gotta, I gotta call bio services. God. Okay. That's not all of it though. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, so she's tired of running across bodies in the alley behind her house. She even had a cinder blocks cinder block fence built around her backyard because of the deaths. Whoa. I'm freaked out completely. 
everybody's worried around here. Except she's super tired of running across these bodies. I'm so freaked out, but also it's so inconvenient. I, Can we like, please? Really? She's like, oh, I mean. So that was from Arizona Daily Sun. That was their <laughs> news report. By the, I would like move out of that neighborhood. Like the retail value or resale value of this home. I know. Flip the house at that point. Flip a bitch at that point. <laughs> Fucking run. Um, and now I'm, I'm going to talk to you about Jury stuff, and then we're going to get into some more detail. So on July 19th in 2005, a jury determined that CK should be sentenced to death for the murders of Barbara Caldman, Shantara Davis, Jade Velasquez, Shannon Noah, and Julia Castillo. Were those Castillo. the five chicks that were found in the neighborhood out of six? Yeah. What was the sixth one? Did they just not know? Jane Julie. Doe. Julie Castillo. Oh, they did find her. Okay. She wasn't in the original list. Oh, she was like just outside. She was in the cul-de-sac across the way. Well, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where she was. CK moved from Oklahoma to Phoenix, where he lived in a camper in the backyard of his aunt and uncle's house in Phoenix and worked at a bar approximately three nights a week. So in 2003, six months after CK started staying in the camper, the manager at the bar noticed that CK had a body odor problem. And his aunt and uncle began to notice that his body odor was becoming increasingly worse since he moved in. Gross. What, is he sleeping with them? Like, the oh my God, is that where Castillo was? On April 12, 2003, when CK's uncle went to the camper, he smelled a rotten odor in the backyard and saw flies inside the window of the camper. As he opened the door and stepped inside, he saw flies and maggots boiling on the floor. That was a quote. He discovered the decomposing body of Julia Castillo under a blanket. Oh my god, I'm mortified. She looks like she's going to throw up, you guys. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I told you, you want to get nasty with me? Maggots, we're, like, we're getting nasty. Did he just feel like the neighborhood was just like over flooded at that point? It's like, oh, there's no really other good dumping places. I've used all the great spots. In the oh, you way. shall see, my friend. Uh, on the same day, police officers questioned CK about the body in his camper. Uh, as, yeah, I would hope so. As well as the four other bodies that had been found nearby. During his interview. How many did this guy, I'm, I'm assuming, how many did he kill? <laughs> We'll get to that. Oh, CK admitted to knowing the five victims and provided two versions for each of the victims' deaths. Interesting. So, He's like, pick one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you some multiple choice here. In the first... Oh, He's playing who did... What the fuck He's playing... Yeah, <laughs> He's playing... What the fuck? <laughs> He's playing... ba da ba Facts? <laughs> you guess. <laughs> in the first version, he claimed that each victim died of a drug overdose while they're away from his camper. Oh, so they're like off his property. So he, like, right. he has like no idea. They just like die. Mm -hmm. okay. After discussing all five victims, the detective conducting the interview told CK that he did not believe him. And CK then stated that each victim asked him to choke her during sex and that each accidentally died as a result of this conduct. CK also claimed that he used a condom during sex with his victims. Did he like choke her by like shoving cocaine down their throats like each one like choke well, a be, bitch? That would be too expensive. It's choke a coke. Choke a coke? <laughs> choke a coquette. Oh. And oh. Now we're going to go and do like victim information and the story that he told and yada yada yada. Okay. And I How broke it down. even like figure him? It was just because of the body odor? Like that's Yeah, his uncle was like it's well, I'm going to go, like, chit-chat with this guy. Why does my backyard smell like a dead, dead. body? Yeah, that's how like, I found it him. It smells like a dead prostitute's dead body. It smells like cocaine in here. <laughs> it smells like body cocaine. Fetid cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Barbara Codman, September 11th, 2002. Police discovered Codman's body naked, decomposed body in an alley between East McKinley and East Pierce Streets. The alley is located just north of CK's residence. Oh my gosh, I know where McKinley. Do I say that right? It is McKinley and Pierce Street. I said Priest, huh? No, you said Pierce. Oh, okay. Um, it's just funny that I had a friend, like, this relates, like, that I used to go and paint, like, go do painting with or sketching with because she was an artist. And she told me that when she lived there a couple of years ago, because she had moved away for a bit and then came back. She was like, yeah, there were like a bunch of dead bodies around this area at one time. I'm like, oh, are fuck. you for real? And she's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. So let's not go out in the alleyway. Because I'm like, oh, let's go like get a picture of this area so we can use it as a reference point, you know, in your back alley. And she's like, 
let's not. There were like a bunch of dead women or whatever. I wonder if that's what it was. And I think actually it was. More than likely, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. So that was just north of where he lived. Police found drag marks from the sidewalk crossing the alley into the alley itself. Codman's body exhibited skin slippage on her inner thighs and breasts. And her head and neck were more decomposed than the rest of her body. So, oh, so she like lost the oxygen there first. So, CK slippage. Uh huh. Like, like it was like slothing off of her body. I was wondering if he like had post mortem relations. CK said that he met Codman while walking at night, and for twenty dollars, she agreed to come to his camper and have sex with him. Oh my god, she was running a special that night. He first said that he went outside after. After they had sex, and when he returned, Codman was sitting naked on the bed using drugs. CK told her to leave after she finished, and then I he don't s- condone that behavior. And then, I'll have illegal sex, but drugs, no way. No, after she finished, so he's like, "Well, when you're done, can you just like head out?" And then he went back outside. When he went back into the camper, Codman was sitting on the bed, panting, and soon collapsed. CK dragged Codman out of the camper on a sleeping bag. So that's his first version of the story. Okay. They did it. She's doing drugs. He goes outside, comes back in. She's dead. He just goes outside, like, to go outside. Like, oh, what a lovely air. So it needs some fresh air. Oh, it smells like cocaine in here. <laughs> <laughs> in the second version of events, CK stated that Codman asked him to choke her with a necktie during sex. He did so, and she collapsed and never regained consciousness. CK kept some of Codman's belongings, including her overalls, panties, and purse. And analysts found Codman's DNA on some of the items. When CK was arrested, he was carrying Codman's social security card, driver's license, and check card in his wallet. I wonder why you would carry all three of those on you. It's like clearly you could not pass for that person unless you're like the same gender at least. And since you said he's a he and she's a she, I just don't think that would work. But maybe it's his trophy, trophy collection. Because, you know, she did all the cocaine. So. Okay. So then we have, because of the extensive decomposition of Codman's head and neck, Dr. John Hu, who performed her autopsy, was unable to conduct... Wait, Dr. Who? But it's like Hu, like H-U. It's not like W-H. Well, yeah, but I mean like who? 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 Who is he? Which doctor? <laughs> Exterminate. Um, so Dr. John Hu, who performed her autopsy, was unable to conduct a detailed investigation for the trauma in that region. Who originally determined that the cause of death was combined toxicity of morphine and cocaine and listed the matter of death undetermined because of the circumstances surrounding Codsman's death were suspicious. Um, after the police gave Hu a transcript of CK's statements, he determined that the cause of death is most likely asphyxia due to ligature strangulation because the autopsy results were not inconsistent with such a determination. So it's like it could have gone 50-50 almost in a way. Like it could have been an overdose, but because of the markings from such a decomposed head that smells like cocaine. And yeah. Like maybe she was choked. So, like, it was originally undetermined because he he didn't have any idea. And then once he got the, the statement, statement from the crackhead killer, he determined it was That's asphyxia it. due to ligature. I have to give them, like, props at least for that kind of setting or that sort of, like, layout that they did. Because allowing the medical examiner, examiner to first do the autopsy on their body so it's, like, unbiased. Yeah. They don't know. Like, they don't have any idea of why they're there or whatever. But then it becomes biased at the same time, though, because he didn't know before. And then as soon as right. he finds out what so-and-so said he's like oh okay then that's what this is well but it, it, i don't think it would be because then it, it, if he's like well it could be a, i can't tell because the head's so decomposed oh i guess it's pretty decomposed you know what i mean like it's like it's, it could be ligature i can't really tell or maybe it's an overdose but it's a weird i don't know yeah but then if you were he, he and they more than people. likely did find drugs in her system so. oh you, you said morphine and cocaine yeah i was just thinking she was like speedballing it now we're going to move on to Shantira Davis. On October 10th of 2002, police found Shantira Davis' naked, decomposed body in the same alley where they found Codman's body. Davis had skin slippage on her back, buttocks, and backs of her legs. Somebody didn't get a sleeping bag when they were dragged out that way. And police found drag marks in the alley. In the first version of events, CK stated that for $5, so he's going to give Codman 20 but he only gives Shantira. He is Shantira, saving money right and left. 
Shantaria. It must have been like happy hours back home. Yeah, her name's Shantaria. It's S H A T S H A N T E R I A. Shantaria. Yeah. It's actually kind of really pretty. Yeah, it is. Anyway, $5. And Davis agreed to come back to the camper and have sex with him. For five bucks? I know. Wow. But yeah, happy hour for sure. After they had sex, CK left Davis alone in the camper for about an hour because she wanted to use drugs. So he's like, oh, here, here's my home. I've paid you $5, and you're clearly a, a prostitute who uses drugs actively. Let me walk out of my place of residence for an hour to allow you to do whatever you prefer, and I'll come right back. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Just ring the bell when you're done. Right? When CK returned, Davis was unconscious. Maybe he but- could have used the $15 you saved to buy her, like, Krispy Kremes or something. <laughs> I got donuts. <laughs> Frosted powder. When CK returned, Davis was unconscious but breathing. CK just uh, covered her and left her for his friend's house. So he left her there and then went to a friend's house. When he, So he just covered her up. Oh, you're unconscious, but you're breathing. I'm just going to cover you with this fucking blanket and leave you alone. When he returned the next morning, Davis was dead. That night, he dragged her into the alley. That's version number one. Maybe he just felt bad that he only paid her five bucks. Like, at least I should give her residence. Oh, she died. We got, okay, whatever. In the second version of events, CK stated that Davis asked him to wrap her hair extensions around her neck what? while they were having sex. What? Davis died as a result of this conduct. <laughs> She's like, only use the Onyx Black bead extensions. Like, <laughs> she can afford extensions, but she's having sex for $5? Well, it must be a $5 per extension. She's like, oh shit, one broke off during the last strangulation. Come on. <laughs> she's like, a bitch got to replace. Fuck. It's to get her nails filled <laughs> with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry. Prostitutes everywhere. I apologize. Cocaine polish actually sounds rather novel and fun. So hopefully I invented something good there for you guys. <sighs> That's probably already a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Here we go. There's more. <laughs> look at the nail salon people like with their little pinkies. They're like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why. They're always long. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should tell them about our cocaine nail polish. That we would be like making bank. Oh, you have to buy the cocaine first, and I think oh, that's illegal. Shit. So yeah, yeah. Well, we just talked to a prostitute that like ran through <laughs> pass out. <laughs> as long as she just brought the goods. <laughs> oh my god! Because clearly they're holding. <laughs> <laughs> Police found hair extensions in CK's camper. <laughs> oh my god! There's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. I told you there was more. Oh my god! <laughs> and what's this is the crackhead killer i i am like he I, i'm actually rather enjoying him i, I can see why he's a crackhead uh, dna under davis's fingernails matched ck's dna dna analysis on panties found under, in ck's camp oh they, they took dna from his fingernails no under her fingernails and it matched his dna so like she, she scratched, like, scratched him. him so he was like he attacked or was it just like a did it, did it, it could have been during sex okay gotcha okay they didn't, go okay. they didn't. They didn't say. So DNA analysis on panties found in CK's camper could not exclude Davis as a source of the DNA. So they may have been her underwear. Oh, I thought she had like that much sperm on there from that many men. No, like- it was her <laughs> DNA they were testing. Oh, oh, I was like, oh my god. And then we're gonna go into her information. So because of the extent of decomposition, Doctor Kevin Horn, who performed Davis's autopsy. Wait, what about Doctor? He's gone now. We oh. have Horn now. Who could not determine whether Davis suffered any trauma. Based on the lack of visible trauma and the presence of cocaine and cocaine breakdown products in her spleen, Horn determined that the cause of death was cocaine intoxication. I didn't know the spleen broke down coke. I didn't either. Now it has a function, finally. I know. Unless that's a typo. After reviewing a transcript of CK's statement to the police, Horn stated that nothing in his autopsy was inconsistent with strangulation. Was inconsistent so he's saying it's possible it it could happen but like okay so that still again i do like that process because it's like well it really shows a lot of coke in this chick system yeah but i think he was leaning more towards an overdose too that's what i mean like but he's like well i can also see how yeah could have occurred he's like that makes sense good how are how are they getting so much cocaine inside of them 
What is he doing? Like, Maybe they're like, drug mules. Like they're popping condom balloons yeah. inside their like, stomachs as he's like having sex with them. And I wonder why they're constantly passing out. <laughs> I mean, my God. Like, is he's got to be drugging them, is he not? I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead of it. I actually don't know the answer to that. That is just absurd. Like, all this cocaine, like, that's a waste of a perfectly good product. I know. <laughs> they're just going to die anyway. I know. Like, <laughs> you could have got more than $5 for that. <laughs> right? All right, now we have Jade Velasquez. On February 27th, 2003, police discovered the closed body of Jade Velasquez on the west side of 9th oh, Street. She still had some dignity. Just outside the gate leading to the backyard where CK's camper was located. Oh, just kidding. Velasquez had ligature marks on the front and sides of her neck and bruising under her left was eye. Was the bruising in the shape of a hair extension? I don't know. <laughs> just needed. He did say necktie last time, so hair extensions, neckties, you know, really whatever goes. Like, I like the hair extensions. That is creative. That is creative. I know. He he really got into that one, didn't he? Right? I, I mean, it just really, like, I, I got it. It had to have been, though, because they found her extension in his camper, so it probably tore out. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it had, yeah, but then it's like, oh, my God, how perfect. It's like perfect luggage. Oh, my God. I'm never getting an extension. <laughs> Just don't get him, like, if you're Shantira. Shantira. <laughs> uh, okay. Police noted some disturbance in the ground near the gate to the backyard, which was consistent with removing the gate from its hinge and then replacing it. So remember, they, that's where they found her body was, like, near right. the backyard. Right. So if they'd removed the hinge to get the body out, like, he's saying it, it's disturbed. Oh, well, like... Just, I was assuming it's like a normal gate that you could just open. And close That's what and walk I figured through. too. So, like how big is this bitch? Maybe it's whenever you know how how gates like gates for like a dumpster. You have to pull oh, the like pins. Pull the yeah, oh, maybe okay, that's that what sense. it is. That makes sense. Okay. Police also noticed um, grass scuff marks on the sidewalk, indicating that the body had been dragged. And a detective spoke with CK's aunt during the investigation of Velasquez's death. CK first stated that Velasquez. A friend agreed to come to his camper for sex. So he, I guess he claims that he was friends with this lady. He claimed that Velasquez was drunk when she arrived at the camper and passed out before having sex with him, which would make sense. That's why her clothes were on. According to CK, he realized that Velasquez was dead when she did not wake up the next morning. He left her for, he left for the day and moved her body to the street that night. That's the first version. In the second version, he stated that Velasquez asked him to use his hands to choke her while they were having sex. Oh, she was less creative. Yeah. She should have requested for Shantiria's hair extension that was clearly still there on the floor. I know. CK did so, and Velasquez passed out and never regained consciousness. CK put Velasquez's clothes back on her, which he would not do. So, excuse me, I don't think he actually slept with her. I don't think he did, because he didn't put the clothes back on anybody uh, else. It, yeah, right? So, I wonder, so but he did say that they're friends, so maybe he had well, more respect that, for her. I love how he treats his friends. Like, I know friends like that who needs enemies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> enemies. That's good. Uh, he put her clothes back on and dragged her into in a this, friendly manner. Yeah, and politely. And he politely dragged her to the street because he knew her and did not want to leave her in the street unclothed. So that's and what that's I said. probably why she was covered by a palm tree, too. Oh, yeah. Because usually they will. They will cover, like, most, like, indicators. But I'm, I, still, I still don't think that they slept together. I, well, I don't think. That I agree. Well, okay, because he, I apologize. Because when you were saying the initial st- or the first story that he gave, like, he, she just came over and then. Oh, I'm an idiot. They totally had sex. But why would he? Okay. Continue. DNA from semen on, on a vaginal swab taken from Velasquez's body matched CK's DNA profile. Mm. Well, but why? See, I had to read so many of these things, I forget who's who. Well, yeah, no, no, I get that. But, like, okay, so, but he clo- he reclothed her because of their friendship, I guess? Yeah, like, that's that. I mean, that makes sense. Aw, you know, what is it? I mean, if I raped and murdered you, you I would put your clothes back on. You, thank you. You're I would welcome. hope that you would have kept them on during the rape. It just make <laughs> more interesting. It just to uh, make it easier on myself. Too. Exactly. Like, seriously, I'm all about convenience. Like, here, let me just go ahead and get the, myself taken care of for you. And then afterwards, you can just, you know. Yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, now we have a different doctor, um, Vladimir Schwartz. Who <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh at that. 
<laughs> You're an adult. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Dr. Schwartz. <laughs> Can you please determine? It's that not even just Schwartz. It's Schwartz. Vladimir Schwartz. Schwartz. It sounds like Schwartz. Like Schwartz. Schwartz. Like, no, it is Doc. It is Doctor Schwartz, not Schwartz. Schwartz. <laughs> You're childish. I know. Okay. Um, Schwartz. You're talking about. <laughs> he performed her autopsy. He found um, hemorrhages in her left eye and. Focal hemorrhagic areas inside Was her she neck. Wearing pants or sparts? Shut <laughs> up! Sorry. He determined that the cause of death was strangulation. By sparts. <laughs> Velasquez's body tested positive for alcohol, cocaine, metabolites, and you know this benzodiazepines. Benzo. Yeah, benzo. So that's probably going to be something like Xanax or okay. Ativan, that sort of thing, like a trank. Not something that you would want to have with alcohol. Well, it, and cocaine, but yeah. Well, right. Well, uppers and, downers. That's what all these bitches are mixing them. It sounds like so the other one had morphine and cocaine. That's a downer and upper. He said that the combination of drugs was not sufficient to the cause of death. So he oh. did rule hers as a strangulation. Good job, Sparts. They didn't even have to show him the profile. Yeah, the Schwartz be with him. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I was thinking of the Schwartz. It just didn't work. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> that was a clunker. That <laughs> <laughs> just stuck up like a bunch of Schwartz. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> they should have just said Vladimir. I knew you were going to laugh about farts for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> They're so funny. <laughs> oh my god I think this alcohol is getting to me <laughs> On March 29th Somebody's birthday <gasps> Again on March We should do like a crime shout out for birthdays <laughs> <laughs> like, Congratulations oh Happy birthday <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> To the <laughs> <laughs> Dead cocaine prostitutes and sharks. <laughs> Sharon Noah, uh, March 29, 2003. Police found her body naked on the west side of 9th Street, approximately 15 to 20 feet from the location at which Flusquest's body was discovered. There were ligature marks on Noah's neck, skin slippage on her inner thighs, breasts, and hips. Maggots were present on her body and her her hand and foot were mummified. <gasps> mummified? Oh my god. Some of Noah's artificial fingernails were broken. <gasps> I wonder if they were purple. I didn't ask. I mean, I didn't talk to anybody about this, but if I was going to ask questions, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> Did she have purple fingernail polish? Let's just say some of Noah's artificial purple nails were broken. <gasps> so she, this, she must have fought, maybe. But mummified hand and foot? Oh, I bet it was like left out where the sun probably like magnified its heat on there and like m- like raisin raisin. She had maggots too. Well, like yeah, you have like all the gases and like schwarts that are escaping you. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna live that down. CK first. You always sparks it out. <laughs> oh my god! It's, you, you always get these stories. People that have the best last name. I do. I always do. Uh, CK, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to start changing everybody's name. To like B. (laughs) Person A. That would be sad for me. Yeah, I know. But that's elicited. Hey, I sparted. (laughs) Hey, did you smell those sparts over there? (laughs) Did you hear the sparts? Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. No, you're not. No. CK I, first. I fart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like, this show's a bunch of farts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Officially, yeah. Okay. CK first stated that he met Noah, who had the mental age of a 10 or 11 year old, while out walking. And the two then went back to his camper and had sex. Afterwards, CK left he because... He didn't even pay for this one, did he? <laughs> no. God, he's just saving himself oh, bundles but... of money by switching to guy pants. 
I'm saving. Progressive, you can save a lot by bundling your camper and sex insurance. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, and don't forget about the drug overdose. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I know. Here we go. Here's the drug overdose. CK left because Noah wanted to use drugs. She, uh, they all do. I'm telling you. I know. And they all, they all did it after they slept with him, too. So. <laughs> what does that mean? They're like, oh, my God, I need to medicate. And the, the trauma, the trauma, and they all die, too. Uh, to, it to, was that bad. Oh, God, this is going to be fun to edit. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, Noah was dead when he returned. Oh, shit, that's a new story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Is it choke a coke again? What is this? CK then put a belt around Noah's neck and pulled her body into his sleeping bag. Well, hey there, at least he got a little bit, like, you know, work smarter, not harder. He didn't have to, like, lift the rigor mortis arm, just use the belt neck head. He dragged her body outside that night. He threw away most of her clothes, but he kept her shoes. I guess they were the right size. I, I guess so. That was version one. This is version two. CK said that Noah suggested that he use the nylon strap attached to his gym bag to choke her during sex. He's getting a lot of these women that like to be asphyxiated. Seriously, like he has a good strand of luck with them. I know. You know and, and they get cheaper and cheaper as they go. I'm surprised he doesn't like try to do the, well. Well, no, because we jumped from, what was it? It was A 20? necktie? Oh. To, oh, I'm yeah. I'm, like, thinking of the money here. That's <laughs> me, the Jew. Oh. I'm, like, 20 bucks there the first time. Oh, I just saved myself 15 by getting $5 for the next prostitute. And the next two were free. Oh, let's see. Even better. I was thinking of the purchase of, like, the utensils for choking. So we have a necktie, probably about $15. Mm-hmm. A hair extension. No, I don't know. he didn't purchase those. Those came from her directly. So that right there was a two-for-one. Why would she have a necktie? No, the necktie. The hair extension. Oh, the hair extensions one. And then his hands were free. The gym bag string he already had. So that's also free. He's saving money every way he goes. Well, unless he uses that belt. If, like, if he was actually right about the belt, maybe he got the belt from, like, it. No, that was the, just to put her in the sleeping bag. Oh, he, that's right. He used After the gym bag string to choke her mm, so he point. did that but when her eyes closed he stopped and noticed that she was no longer breathing ck left the strap on her neck until he dragged her outside because that seemed like a great idea it, it all is a, it's all a great idea haven't you been listening i know that's the thing like i in fact i the sad part is, is like well, i'm not even shocked over the fact that he hasn't freaked or tried to like get into contact with anyone like oh my god choke a coke bitch just died like Oh, I need to call somebody. No, he did it on purpose. Well, I know, but I mean, if he was trying to say to the police, oh, I just came back and she was dead, like, why didn't you call anyone? Exactly. Uh, DNA's on, DNA on panties found in his camper matched his DNA and her DNA, so Noah's and CK's DNA. And CK's DNA profile matched DNA on a vaginal swab taken from Noah. Police, but he said he used condoms. Well, turns out he didn't, did he? Gross. I know. Well, what, what, who's she going to talk to about? <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine? She was a lady of the night. Why do you think they were all doing drugs afterwards? <laughs> Police also found broken fingernails in his camper. Guess who was missing some fucking fingernails? Guess who was probably trying to not get that belt around the, or the, the gym strap? She's like, actually, I changed my mind. Uh-huh. So... Um, her autopsy indicated that she died of ligature strangulation resulting in asphyxia. Toxicology reports showed that Noah had used cocaine before her death and that although she had GHB, which is also used in date rape in her system, drug overdose was not the cause of death. She had GHB in her system? Who the fuck date raped her ass? Who do you think? You think he date raped her? I don't think he's getting these drugs. He's, each time these bitches have come with their own shit, it sounds like. But he didn't offer her many, so... Oh, wait. How do they have so much to use suddenly at once? I And he's the crackhead killer? Maybe he is supplying. Maybe. So, Maybe that he lured them in with the promise of drugs of and drugs, money. That would make sense. Because um, I'm like, five bucks? Like, what kind of prostitute is that? I mean, come on, Van Buren, ladies of the night. I thought you were a little more classy with that. They're not classy. But, you know, there's a difference between Van Buren and Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> the other street in downtown Phoenix, folks. Everything in Phoenix is just linked to prostitution. It's fine. Pretty much. And human trafficking, pretty much. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about that. I'll just pretend it doesn't exist. It doesn't affect me. <laughs> 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 Not yet. Oh, my God. I'm too old. 
Um, so date rape in her system, a drug overdose was not the cause of death. When asked how he would explain the extensive skin slippage on Noah's thighs, the medical examiner poised that some item may have been in contact with her thighs post-mortem. I was wondering about all that skin slippage between each one's thighs. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah. You won't get nasty? <laughs> Where do you think those maggots came boiling from? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound they made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Julie Castillo. The body discovered in CK's camper on April 12th, 2003 was that of Julie Castillo. The badly decomposed body was face down and her buttocks were near the camper's fold-down bed. There was a necktie around her neck. Where else would her buttocks be? I don't know why it said that. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, was he like dismembering buttockses? I thought there'd be more of Schwartz's area. I think they just wanted to like let you know how her body was lying. So, so. she's face down. Her butt is going to be face up. Yeah, pretty much. Butts up. <laughs> Schwartz. <laughs> um... CK first stated that he brought Castillo back to his camper because it was cold and she needed a place, place to spend the night. And for her butt to stay. <laughs> CK left the camper after Castillo asked if she could smoke crack. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you mind if I smoke some crack? Yeah, it's fine. You can do it in my house. I just won't be here when you do it. Pardon. May I please use your pipe to use some crack cocaine for some smoking? Excuse me, do you mind if I put my butt over here next to your fold-out bed while I smoke some crack? Pardon me, do you have any gray poupon? Uh, he left the camper after she wanted to smoke crack, and when he returned, Castillo was unconscious on the floor. What the fuck kind of crack was that? That crack was whack. It was whack crack. Whack crack. It was, it was Schwartz in it her was, crack. It was Schwartz crack. It was Schwartz in her crack. <laughs> Oh, he took her clothes off because she had urinated on herself. Oh, yeah. And that would merit, like, all the clothing needed to come off. I so understand that. I know. Right. I, I hate when I pee myself. I have to walk through the streets I naked. I pee myself after smoking so much crack <laughs> and having random sex with a guy who lives in a camper in the backyard of his aunt and uncle. Down in and he smells Shits, bad, too, apparently. In Shitsville, Phoenix. <laughs> and he didn't even pay her. Um, for free. <laughs> the next day. That's just a bad Wednesday night. Oh, wait, she's just, she's just unconscious at this point. So he took her clothes off because he was like, yeah, I don't want you laying in your own pee, supposedly. Because he's so, like such a caring dude. The next day, he went to work, and when he returned, he realized that Castillo was dead. CK stayed in the camper that night. When the detective conducting the interview asked whether CK engaged in any sexual activity while Castillo's body was in the camper, CK stated that he ejaculated in his sleep, but was facing away from Castillo's body at the time. But it ricocheted like the Kennedy bullet. It was like... <laughs> I can't stand it, when I ejaculate in my sleep. I'm it, like a 12 year old boy. It like pong, it like went pong all over the, the like you know, the, you know whatever like um what is that? Yeah, pong. The little tennis ball like sperm just every which way. Are you so thinking of pong? Or are you thinking of like uh, pinball? Yeah, pinball. That's even better because you get points as long as it hits the lamp or because you ding 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 before it splashed but she was face session. down so i don't know how that happened uh, ck originally said that he never had sex with castillo that's the first version of events well the but clearly i mean when it did all that ping ponging or whatever that you know pinballing it just like must have like gotten up there somehow too at the same time you know it was like a heat-seeking missile it, 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 that's it it was a crack attack <laughs> <laughs> looking for the sparks <laughs> In the second version of events, CK stated that Castillo asked him to choke her with a necktie during sex, and he did, and Castillo collapsed and never regained consciousness. Hasn't he learned by now? I know. CK kept Castillo's body in the camper for approximately five days before it being discovered. Was it just due to the fact he's like, I am so tired of moving all these bodies. Like, these no, bitches be No, it's not. I will tell you why. Oh. He claimed that he had not been in the camper during the three days before the body's discovery. That's so he was like what like out for three days like oh, yeah shit, like, it stinks so bad in there can't go home. <laughs> smells like me in there I don't oh, like that so I need a breath of fresh air for three days we have Doctor Horn again he back. performed Castillo's autopsy during uh, that Castillo had been dead between three and seven days at the time the body was found based on information inside the camper. Ugh. 
Based on information from the detectives, Horn determined that the cause of death was probable ligature strangulation. Because of the extensive decomposition, there was no visible evidence of trauma. Castillo had blood alcohol content of 0.12 and was also uh, also had tra- okay. traces of cocaine in her system. Traces. Oh, he must have been running low on supply. He gave it all to everybody else. Really, though? I mean, and he oh, didn't even pay her, so he was spending all his money on cocaine, ran out of that, couldn't afford to pay the girls. He should have just taken it from the dead bodies at that point. I mean, it's just a waste. I mean, it's just sitting there, like, you know, just cipher it out and put it in an X. Put a funnel in their butt and blow. And like, <laughs> Additionally, seven defects measure up to three-eighths of an inch radiated around Castillo's anus. Wait. Seven defects measuring up to three-eighths of an inch radiated around her anus. Defects. Like tears, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, like rippage. And... That's... Mm, butt ripping is just the worst thing in the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't even... So, but here's the, here's the good-ish news. He couldn't determine whether that was a result of sexual trauma or normal decomposition. So we don't know. She's like blowing... <laughs> she's blowing farts. <laughs> I mean, she like would, right? You would, That's though. horrible. And no wonder why you didn't want to go back for like three days. I told you we were going to get nasty. God, what was in that crack? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. She didn't have any though, remember? I thought she was the crack bitch. Shit, now I don't know anymore. I know, there's too no many, I told there's you. so many, I know. Judgment. Grand jury indicted TK for five counts of first degree murder. During the guilt phase of the trial. The Did they post- not have the sixth one linked to him yet? Or they couldn't prove it? Because there were like six There's, people. I have 12 pages. I'm currently on page eight. Oh, okay. We have a lot. six at that point. It's between five and six, oh, and gotcha. we'll, we'll get okay. to it. Gotcha. Uh, during the guilt phase of the trial, the prosecution played videotapes of CK's descriptions of each woman's death. <laughs> at the close of the aggravation phase of the trial, the jury unanimously found CK had been convicted for prior sentence serious offenses, uh, based on five convictions from the guilt phase of the trial, and that he committed all five murders in both an especially cruel and especially heinous and or depraved manner. Mm-hmm. With respect to especially cruel, Dr. Keene testified that strangulation victims are conscious for at least a short period of time and experience pain before they lose consciousness. Oh, God. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. With respect to heinous and depraved, the process- they all did crack cocaine beforehand, except for that last one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she did a little. It was just traces, oh, just though. But traces. she was drunk. There so. you go. Okay. Uh, with respect to heinous and depraved, the prosecutor agreed that CK kept the bodies after they began to decompose because he enjoyed the odor of decomposition. Oh. He Whoa. also argued that CK had sexual intercourse with all of the corpses except for Davis's. Wondered. The prosecutor focused on the selective skin slippage on the body and the presence of semen in some of the victims despite CK's insistence that he used condoms during sex. Oh my God. CK was sentenced to the death penalty in 2005. Thank God. Is he still on death penalty? Yeah, death I was penalty? checking earlier. He's still. But wait. There's more. There's more. Oh my God. Detectives from the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation arrived in Phoenix to compare information on the four women who were killed and dumped in the rural areas of the state. Those slings fit the pattern of the Phoenix killings, said Jessica Brown, spokeswoman of the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigations. Remember, he's from Oklahoma. Right, he's an Okie. So I did some more research because I was like, this is not his first time. Yeah, what uh, happened in Oklahoma, and good, why wasn't he convicted of that? Good point, actually, because I wonder he would seem so callous afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I guess you would be if you're like sociopathic or pathological right. like that, you know. But still, yeah. So no, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, obviously, he had a life. Why did he leave Oklahoma? Like, I don't even know. Actually, I don't. I, I don't have tornadoes. A... Do, do. Oh, that's yeah. That's it. I hate <laughs> tornadoes, guys. It's getting blown around by wind. So all of the women had histories of prostitution, and the cases include January 5, 2002, the nude body of Janice Borno, 29, was found in a rural pond outlet about a mile from Oklahoma State Highway. 18 months earlier, June 17, 2000, 25-year-old Mandy Rates' body was discovered three miles away from a small creek off a dirt road. The death was attributed to Acute cocaine overdose. God, he is packing or was. 
Jane Chafton, the nude body, 29, was found August 13th, 1999, floating in a shallow creek. Oh, my God. The skeletal remains of 25-year-old Cassandra Ramsey was found March 22nd near a bridge in a rural area. The young prostitute was last seen alive October 1999. Brown said police records show C.K. was in Oklahoma in July of 2000. He was stopped and cited for obstructing an officer and permitting an unauthorized person to drive a vehicle, both misdemeanor charges. C.K. lived you in Austin. Officer, you need to stop. You can't go through here. There's some cocaine choking. Oh, but they're, co- they're driving my car and their license is suspended. Uh, C.K. lived in Austin, Texas during the late 90s. Police there said they did not know of any similar cases that had been in contact with uh, that had not been in contact with police detectives. So Texas says, we don't got shit. But Oklahoma's like, we got a lot. Oh, my God. I wonder, I honestly, I wonder if they just haven't found them. So. Yet. I mean, maybe in Texas, you know what I mean? Yeah. CK charged with six counts of first-degree murder, remains in Maricopa County Jail. He has refused interview requests, according to court records, and he admitted guilt of five of the slayings, is what they call it. Oh, probably he like, I didn't kill my friend. Yeah, this way, probably. She was already dead, right? Yeah, she, she cracked herself out. She was cracked. Here, yeah, so CK said one of the women was not strangled but died of unknown causes after they had sex, according oh to a detective's God. statement filed with the arrest paperwork. That is a killer dick he has. <laughs> Monster cock. Poke a coke. It's full of cocaine. That's what happened. You think he had, like, cocaine, like, around there or something? Like, he was pushing it in there? He had cocaine around the condoms that he initially used to have sex with them, which caused them to have cocaine in their system. And then after they died, he had sex with them without condoms. Well, and they say that, but they, ooh, that's good. Because they say that, too, if you actually ingest it that way, like, through that orifice or your anal orifice, it's, like, instant to the bloodstream. Like, it's way more That's just off the top of my my noggin, too. That was good. I actually, re- I wonder if that's what it, how that was occurred. So one of the women was not strangled. Uh, he said that he placed her body in a shopping cart like the others, and he never said that. He said sleeping bag, and pushed into an alley near Roosevelt and 13th Street, where most of the bodies were dumped. Sense. At least it's on wheels. I know, and you could just like my friend's too drunk to walk. CK allegedly was like half naked. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the hair extension wrapped around her CK allegedly told detectives all of the women were killed inside the motor home parked in the center's center yard behind his aunt and uncle's home he indicated that at least in some cases he kept the decomposing corpses for days before disposing oh, of them because the smell smell oh it smells yeah. so good I can taste it <laughs> <laughs> The prosecution may be complicated by a glitch and the influence of investigators from the beginning. None of the Phoenix deaths were listed as a homicide, nor was the strangulation identified as a factor. Instead, coroners ruled that most of the women died of cocaine overdoses, and lab results were not back for the others. So CK used to work at a uh, Goodwill on 32nd Street and Thomas Road. Oh, I can't look it up yet because uh, it'll Yeah, go get out of here. Yeah. Um, he used to be an assistant manager, but he got at Goodwill. Yeah, he got oh fired because he was convicted of stealing six hundred dollars from the well safe. Wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> Court records say that he copied the key to get into the building in November, turned off the alarm, opened the safe, and lifted the money. Uh, as he left, he was seen by a witness who identified him. I wonder if that witness was a prostitute, which later set up his whole mo. His aunt. I don't know if I should say her name. Should I just leave her anonymous? It's not her fault. Oh, anyway, her name's Mel- Melva Willis. Melva? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said uh, she began double-checking locks on the doors after recent news accounts of the murders, never dreaming that a suspect was living in her backyard. She said smell. that she tried to help CK on and off since he was eight or nine years old. And if you talk to anyone, you would think that he would be the last person to do anything this horrific. It's totally weird. That's her quote. Oh, my gosh. So. He's supplying her with drugs, too. You ready to play who fucking did it? Who? Who the the fuck? fuck? Hello. Do you want to play a game? All right. Here we go. Numero uno. We have Mr. Corey Morris. He had responsibilities placed on him at a young age. Problems with his appearance. 
hygiene, particularly problems with body odor, <laughs> desire to improve himself. Uh, he had a good work record, criminal record of theft. He violated probation. He's heavy set, and he lived in a different state before moving to Arizona. Right. Adam Laughlin. He had trouble staying focused in school. He did not finish high school. His mother died at a young age. Oh, he, my God. That does sound like one of the profiles for mine, so I can see why, yeah. He had little to no friends. He had a desire to prove, improve self-image, a history of drug use, served time for drug paraphernalia. Was it crack? He had an average build and poor hygiene. And now we have Terrence Wright. He dropped out of high school but has a GED. Is a history of breaking and entering. He was teased at a young age because of his poor hygiene. He violated parole, moved out of Arizona for several years, but returned with a new lease on life, worked part-time, strong relationship with his siblings, and he had fluctuating weight loss and gain throughout his life. Ugh. So it's Corey Morris, Adam, Adam Laughlin, Terrence Wright. Oof. Okay. All of them have poor hygiene. I'm going to see Terrence Wright. My little Jewish friend. I'm so sorry. I'm wrong. You've lost this game. Oh, no. <laughs> was it Corey Morris? It was Corey Morris. Damn it. Okay. So, yeah, he's on death row. He's still there. So, okay. And what was Corey Morris' profile again? Um, no. Good job, by the way. I got you. You did get me. Ah, responsibilities placed on him at a young age, mm -hmm. which I made up because I actually couldn't find anything about him. Nice. <laughs> uh, problems with his appearance, hygiene, particularly problems with body odor. He had the desire to improve himself. He had a good work record. He had a criminal record of theft. He had a violation of probation, heavy set, and lived in a different state before moving to Arizona. Well, they all did. The, the other two are fake. Yeah, I know. Um, so some of the information really that I pulled like, out of this was he had actually broken probation. So he he broke uh, parole. By getting these, a prostitute, maybe? By by all of this. Like, he was on parole killing, for, for the theft. Oh, I thought for But he murder. had a good work record with, like, his current position. Like, well, that's, he only worked, like, three days a week. That's the profile that they actually gave me for, like, the trial. Mm, okay. And I just cut it out of my actual story. What do you think, though? Like, he slept with the dead body. Well, and he kept him in don't, his... Doesn't that make you sick? Couldn't you get was, sick? And he was, like, into that smell. <sighs> he was that smell, though, right? <laughs> that, to me, I mean, ew. And the whole thing, I wonder why, okay, now I want to know what the deal is with, the, like, the overdoses of cocaine. Um, drug, vic drug victims? Because I wonder if he did that. Like, this guy doesn't seem like he has that much intelligence, but he does to an extent. Because, A, he's able to hold a job. You know, he's a good work record. Well... He's a quick thinker for fucking sure because when they pulled him into investigation, he gave them like 10 different stories because he gave them two stories for each person. So the only thing that I'm confused about on this is that like he was convicted of five, but they said it's potentially six, but he didn't actually kill one of them. One of them maybe really did die of like overdose. Maybe one of them. But then they didn't, they didn't talk about like adding onto a sentence for like the victims in Oklahoma. When I went to go look that up for like unsolved murders of like prostitution, prostitutes in Oklahoma. They maybe have to convict him in Oklahoma. They may not be able to do it across state lines. Are they going to do it though? Like I couldn't find anything about, that. I didn't like dig super deep into it, but like at this point he's already convicted of, of a death sentence and I don't believe he has the, the possibility of appeal. Because of the heinous act. <clears throat> oh, I want, so it like would negate that. It, that it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. So like, are they even going to go forward with convicting him of the murders? Or are they just going to let it? Oh, I would let think, a sleeping I, dog lie. I mean, that's a good, that's a really good question. Um, Cause I would, I, I wonder if they're even allowed to convict from one state to another, you know, like across state lines. And then the other thing I'm curious to know, like um, you're right. Like if he sentenced to death here, then how does he also get, like, if they want to sentence him to death in Oklahoma, how the hell does that happen? Do they, like, do it on the border of a state or something? Like, share it? I, you could, I don't know. Do they, like, cut him in half and, like, fry one end of his body in one state and, like, the other and, like, drug him up in the other one? <laughs> like, and I, it, I couldn't find anything about, like, when his, like, scheduled death sentence was. Well, usually, um, 
But right. I also had misinformation because some of the stuff said that he wasn't convicted until 2007, and then some of the other stuff said it was 2005. Well, and I see, I had a hard time with doing that myself because what I find out usually when that's the case, it's usually they have a trial. Like if it's like 2005, like that's when the trial occurred for all, and he was charged with those counts. But then the actual sentencing didn't occur until. Oh, maybe that's what it was. And then with death row, usually they don't provide a date. Um, I mean, unless it's like specific. I don't know. I like mine didn't provide a date either. Like they're on death row to in, in, indefinitely, right? But Texas gives you a fast pass, so if they you know did this in Texas, I didn't realize that Arizona had the death penalty. Oh heck yeah, we do. But we like very rarely use it. We wanted to give it to Jody Arias, in fact, but she's a survivor. Oh, so I guess I have to stop killing people. <laughs> like, oh, we can, the one that I did and took selfies of. Whoops. <laughs> oh, yeah, I read about that. Yeah, we're going to get into that, guys. That's going to come up next. See, I, I'm just wondering if he, the crackhead killer, because the, the reason why I'm asking if, like, about his intelligence level is due to the fact that, like, so he's going for prostitutes, which I hate to say, but the, like, they're, they're the destiny. They're an easy that, target. That they're, they're, exactly. They're opportunity victims, you know? Um, and then pumping them full with cocaine. If I think that's what he's doing, and because when the medical examiners like looking into these at first before the statements were given by him, they were determining these deaths as like overdose, overdose. So like, why would the police be looking into it? You know, you know what I don't understand. Dead bodies do not smell good, and he kept every single one of these women in his camper for days. But that was like his fetish. But how did nobody notice? Well, they started to, apparently. After how long? Well, the the one the, the, what, right before his arrest. But also think about, like, when the killing started. Was it cooler outside? Like, because the temperature would have maybe something to do oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it gets, like, hell degrees here. It does, There's that. But if it's cooler, then it's, like, maybe it, the body was preserved longer. Or maybe he just didn't keep them in there quite as long as he did for the last one he gave away. Okay, but I always was, I was always told, like, well, I wasn't always told. This wasn't, like, in my, like, grade school lectures or anything. But if you have sexual intercourse with a dead body, mm-hmm. you can get severely sick. Yeah, you can get septic. Yeah, I mean, so how is he not... You, you can, but it doesn't mean that you will. You know, it's... it. Okay, but uh, what? Like, so as far as we know... like with so much cocaine, it, like, sterilized them. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. <laughs> Maybe that's, like, the whole point of, like, all of that, you know? All the alcohol in that one bitch. Well, he just dumped it in her vag, He's and like, he was... There, you're clean. I blew you out. <laughs> Ugh, filled you up at the same time. Uh... <laughs> buttocks up <laughs> butts up ass up tits down <laughs> coke 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 all around <laughs> so but yeah no i have heard that yeah you can get septic uh like infection from it but doesn't mean that you will you know and in his of course in his case it's not going to go against him it wouldn't happen to him because that's the way life works it'll be the one person that's like in the morgue and they're like okay i'm doing this autopsy whoops they slipped and fell in my finger like went in that dead person's mouth ow and then they die of septic yeah but you know not him <sighs> i just i don't understand so like the odor that came from him do you think that he stopped bathing or do you think it had to do with the smell in his camper? The, her, it's the dead body odor or de- the smell of death is so acrid. Like it, per- I mean, it actually like infests the fibers of your very clothing. Like it actually. Did he never speak to his aunt and uncle? Like I, why would they want to talk to him? You know, at that point they're like, Oh my God, have you smelled like, uh, he smells like first he smells like Schwartz. Wait, this is more than Schwartz. <laughs> this is shit. No, wait, this is more than shit. <laughs> this, I don't get it. Like, part of me, as I was, like, reading this case, I honestly felt like he had some sort of um, disability. Uh, me too. Like, I, a I, mental disability. A mental disorder. But I also feel like there's also an air of intelligence behind it because, really, like, the overdoses, like, that gave him quite a bit of time. And he obviously knows he's doing acts of depravity because in Oklahoma, he did try to defer or, uh, what was it, um, when you uh, b- uh, block a police investigation, like you actually throw them obstruction. off. Obstruction. Yeah. And then he ran to Arizona, you know, so he has an idea of what he's doing is not. But we don't know for sure at this point if he's actually connected to the killings in Oklahoma. 
It's just speculated. Oh, because it, it had similar like properties of death. Let me double check that. This is Oklahoma. So okay. Mandy Ray, 25, Janice, 29, Jane Shafton, 29, four women who were killed and dumped in the rollers of the state. Oh, it just says, um, according to the court records, he admitted guilt in five of the slayings. But there's only four slayings in Oklahoma and reportedly six. But he said that he didn't kill one of them, but he put her in a shopping cart. And pushed it to Roosevelt and 13th Street. Maybe that was the one that was found under the palm tree. His friend. Because she was part So then he, he did. Then he did it. He denied anything from Oklahoma. Well, it, I mean, that he admitted to here in Arizona. But it, unless they, unless they question him, I, it, you know, from Oklahoma as well at that point. Like, I'm assuming they're questioning him about the murders here since it's, he's here. Yeah, so we don't know. But touche on that but i mean like it just it doesn't feel like he got like i mean i remember when baseline's uh keller came out i remember when the serial shooter was around um i remember when what's his face killed his family and like blew up his house and like went to go live in the woods um but this guy like i like was lost in obscurity i feel like i don't understand anything about this guy i don't he this guy had like depravity like uh, about him, like hey, like almost a Jeffrey Dahmer style in a way. But like you saw him, right? Yeah. Who's sleeping with that guy for free? Like <laughs> it was all that coke he was offering them. I'm telling you. We're assuming that that's what it was. I I know that he had offered drugs and money to at least one of them, but the other two, it didn't mention like that he he had said that he gave them drugs. Like he was just like they came back over to I have mean, sex with me. I can't even understand why they would just do it for free. And they all wanted to be choked. <laughs> That's how he approached <laughs> That's them because they were so sick with themselves after like approaching him for sex. He goes, "Pardon me, ma'am. Do you like to get choked? Do you choke up around men? You want to choke on his dick?" So, I lost that game. So right now oh, it's you one did zero. Lose it. one it's zero. One zero. One zero. Good job. Let us know what you guys thought it was. Not that it matters. I already gave you the answer. <laughs> but still, or if you have any ideas to like, what the fuck was up with that cocaine? And do you know any dealers? No. <laughs> I got one for you. Don't ask them. They don't know anything. That's why she's the lady. <laughs> I'm the lady of the night. <laughs> there you go. Come at me. I'll get you a good deal. That's what makes me the Jew. I'll give you that two for one special. <laughs> or if you guys have any ideas of um, a state that you want us to do or a case that you want us to Specific. cover. Yeah. Um, make sure that you title the headline of Jew or lady. So either one of us will read it. Um, because we're not supposed to know what case we're doing. So if you want to direct it directly to one of us specifically, make that your subject line. Do it for me so I can win. I mean, do it for ladies so I can get the get. <laughs> Wait, I have listexia. Do it so I win. The end. <laughs> That's not how this works. You can't cheat. You can cheer for yourself as champion. Yay. <laughs> I'm the lady. And I'm the Jew. Definitely reach us if you would like at our Gmail account, which is gotburks, B-U-R-K-S, gotburks at gmail.com. And how about that lovely little Insta? That's 4P suit, the number 4 letter P-S-U-I-T. That's it. That's it. Do, 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 do. Finish. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Walking down the street, pretty woman, the kind I like to meet, pretty woman.